Welcome back to Attempt to Delivery. I'm Damianopoulos. And I'm Sean Dickensheets. And um, so this podcast is about our journey as noobs into the world of stand-up comedy. And uh, But occasionally we try to have some more experienced people to learn from and uh, actually give proper <laughs> insight into, into the world of comedy by people <laughs> who know what they're doing. Um, so today we have our eighth guest... But third, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle Neff. <laughs> Welcome, sir. The final Yo, Kyle. It's good to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Uh, it's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said I'm the final Kyle. I've been told I'm the original Kyle. So <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Are you senior to the other two Kyles? Uh, probably by about a year. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we can dive right in. We typically, before we just start randomly talking about whatever bullshit, we try to get a little bit of uh, your origin story. Like, So, like, how long have you been doing? How did you get into comedy? Like, how did you... Yeah, how long have you been doing it, and how did you get into it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it about six and a half years. Uh, started in October of 2016. Nice. I uh, started at the Lizard Lounge, which Already? is the basement of the Chameleon Club, which I'm sure you've heard from other guests right, right, right. talk about the Chameleon Club. Uh, yeah, I was I was at the Chameleon Club for a concert one night. I forget who it was. It, it was probably like P.O.D. Yeah, damn, <laughs> that's I, a big I, act. I, yeah, yeah, P.O.D. <laughs> came through, and I picked up a flyer uh, for the open mic on Mondays. And I went the first week to check it out just to see what was going on. And, you know, you see early comics go up. You're like, oh, I, I could do this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Uh, <laughs> so I went to watch the first week. And then the next week I went up for the first time. Nice. And then that week I just wanted to see how many were out there. And then that Tuesday I went up to one in Bethlehem. And then that Thursday I went up to one in Reading. Jeez, uh, you drove. Neither, yeah, neither <laughs> of those mics happen anymore. I think. I think. Uh, well, the Phantom Power mic, which used to be the Lizard Lounge mic, that's probably the longest running open mic. Yeah, around besides yeah. like maybe the Comedy Zone. I'm assuming. Yeah, the Comedy Zone actually. Uh, it wasn't doing open mics when I started. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. I guess it was shut down for renovations or something for uh. like years. Jeez. Since they actually had comedy there, and then and they started up, I think it was, what, late late 2017 or oh, wow. early 2018 or something. that's what they something. came up with. Yeah. Is, <laughs> right. And, and that's when they put the big picture of Michael Richards, like, mean mug in the stage? Uh, no, every week, <laughs> like that, that every was week a, you would come back, you'd come back, and there'd be a new portrait on the right. wall, yeah. so it, it slowly built and built and built. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So that's way post the N word that they decided to put Michael Richards on the wall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, way post. Yeah, I was I was shocked about that. I tried to make a joke about that on stage, and it 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 just received dead silence. It almost like it it felt like the same reaction he must have gotten <laughs> by yelling the N word. I was like. We're we're just gonna ignore Mike Michael Richards mean Mike on the stage, but I mean, hey, I mean, there's no consistency. There's Mr. Potato Head and Shrek on the yeah. same wall. True, so. true, but That's they also they also didn't go on a racist tirade, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but I, how long um, is it something you had toyed with the idea of doing? Like when before you saw that flyer, like was it something in the back of your mind? Like, yeah, maybe I want to try that. 
Uh, yeah, I had, I'd thought about it for a while, like, uh, when I was, I don't know, er, early teens, there was, like, my, we had this, like, this Christian cable, nice, uh, that my, my parents had, um, and there was this channel that happened to show these clean comics, it was, like, like, early dry bar, it wasn't dry bar comedy, it was, like, this bananas comedy club where all these <laughs> clean comics would get up, they're mostly Christian comics, mm-hmm. Um, so I was familiar with a lot of that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what got me into it. Really, I would collect the DVDs, and mm-hmm. uh, so I was I was familiar with it. And then I would just uh, you know look around on YouTube, and this leads to this, leads to this, yeah, and I sure. would find all these other comedians, and there's so many connections. Mm-hmm. So I noticed this thing with connections even before starting stand up, because like now. You, you're on Facebook. Once you've done like, I don't know, a couple months in stand up, you notice like similar friend. You, you're like three connections away from like the biggest names <laughs> for sure. In yeah, for like sure. a couple months of doing stand up, <laughs> it's it's crazy the connections like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, yeah. It, that's that's how I got to know the more what the more mainstream comics are and i would see their their bootlegged specials on youtube yeah, people yeah. would put up and uh yeah i mean at that time i was going to like concerts like three times a week i would like drive to philly so i was like hell yeah All right. <laughs> it it felt like a natural move i guess yeah. right because right. i was i was going to so many concerts i was like out of it was a couple years out of high school and uh yeah, I just figured I'd try it out because I saw this flyer and been doing it ever since. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, right. that's cool. Yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, because I never... It didn't occur to me to even attempt... I mean, I've never been like a public... Did you do when you were a kid? Did you do like public speaking or... Not public speaking, but like... <laughs> like, how'd you do... Did you do a lot of like, what, like group projects and stuff where you had to present in front of classes and anything like that? Or, or? or like theater in school or anything like that or... Like, That's a better question. <laughs> see, the, the school I went to was like this weird private Christian uh-huh. type school. So yeah. like if I was in like a couple of these performances of like Bible stories. Sure. Yeah. For those who don't know, you were you grew up Mennonite. Yeah. 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 I did not know that. Okay. Oh, you didn't yeah. know that? I did not. Know oh, that. damn. <laughs> grew up Mennonite. Nice. It's uh, it's not Amish, but it's uh, close enough. <laughs> close enough to where you feel far away from everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Amish adjacent. <laughs> Amish adjacent. Yeah. Still technology, but yeah, no fun. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I guess in the uh, yeah, we were given like writing assignments, and mine always ended up being like funny somehow and yeah. i didn't like what it just turns into that because i like uh, hated all the assignments yeah yeah <laughs> i hated them so much that they just turned into jokes <laughs> and then like the teacher would be like you know what i'm gonna read this in front of the class yeah so the teacher like would read my writing assignments in front of the class which is like it's sort of i guess sort of the first feeling i had of like oh this is kind of that's really like cool. stand up this yeah. is kind of like writing jokes by accident. Yeah, by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I could see you being. Did you get like good grades for stuff like that? Like for stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Knowing your act, I'm like, no, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was going to be a question too. Is um, 
you have like a, a command on stage like you use your voice like i feel like sometimes with myself and i see other comics do it it's, it's very like timid and and if you're uneasy it makes the the audience uneasy but i feel like even like even those early episodes of us going to watch open mics you were one of the first people we noticed um and one of the things I, I noticed is that you can you really use your voice to command the room. Like, if there's anybody in the room, they're listening to you. Where I feel like myself and maybe some others, if, if you're kind of coming at the mic a little timid, it's easy to tune them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you, like, actively developed? Or is that just kind of, like, just naturally how you... Speak. <laughs> you know it mean? just naturally turned into that. I guess okay. I was more monotone starting off. Okay. Yeah. I've I've never really thought of like this is the way that I'm gonna deliver these jokes. Just doing jokes so many times at so many different places, it just turned into it somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I never like intentionally like like I mean, in a lot of my jokes, it's a lot of like. Um, like different inflections all over the place. Yeah. Like I feel like uh like when I'm up there, I don't know, it's even though I'm doing all these inflections, I feel like I'm a more monotone type performer even though it <laughs> it might not sound like it. Yeah. Even though I've been told so many times when I when I get off that like, "Oh, you were so loud up there by <laughs> like annoying people." Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I mean, usually that's I just I'm just like oh that's what the sound guy's supposed to turn it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He turns it way up for some people and turns it way down for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I've never not been able to hear you on stage. That's for sure. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. Well, no, like it's the, a, yeah, yeah. The volume. I feel like you know how to use it, and it works because it 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 demands that people listen Mm -hmm. um to whereas like i said others such as myself or or people who like might be a little more timid coming to the mic might have a really good joke but it doesn't quite quite come across because they seem unsure yeah yeah um it's it's funny not saying i'm at any end of a spectrum but it's (laughs) it's uh both ends of the extreme ends of the spectrum can command an audience True, like if yeah. you're if you're right. quiet enough and you you're confident enough like the audience can tell by your body language and you have like a low monotone voice that barely puts out any volume everybody's yeah. going to like quiet wait what's he going to say next yeah yeah right right yeah i've seen some people i can't think of any examples off the top of my head but they will lower themselves for like a specific joke so yeah. that you listen i'm trying to think well, Kevin, uh, at our mics, Kevin Moran, for like, sure. Yeah, he has, he's yeah. quiet, but I l- fucking love some of his jokes. <laughs> like yeah, his, yeah, yeah. like some of them are so goddamn funny. But that, uh, I guess, I guess that's part of it too. It's a personality thing. Like, if he came out with your volume, it probably wouldn't land the same. But if you came out with his volume, yours wouldn't land the same. So I, I right. guess, I guess maybe right. it is just exactly. whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. We just. We don't know what works for us, which is why we have yeah, people guess. who know what they're doing on the podcast in yeah, <laughs> yeah. hopes to learn from them. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I think like Bill Burr or somebody talks because he is all over the place. He'll like bring you in. I'm trying to think there was somebody who specifically 
said that, and I can't. Remember, I wish I could remember who it was, but they like they like they'll like whisper to just to, like bring you in. And then, yeah, I can't think of who it was. Uh, it's probably Lewis Black or Todd Berry or something. Mm. I, I bet those. that Lewis Black might be who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's very good at that. I'm, I've fallen off of Lewis Black's material just because I haven't. It's just been a while since I've seen any of it. Didn't he just put a special on YouTube? I think so. I, I think so. Which is probably, crazy that he yeah. put it on YouTube because he didn't have to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of... Uh, yeah, I can't think of any other examples, but but yeah. Who who were some of your uh, either influence or just people who you were into even even before you started or or when you started? Not I mean, who who were some of your people? Uh, well, the first main guy that I was into was this guy named Tim Hawkins. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a Christian comedian. He only performs at like churches. Okay. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson opened for him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, when she, because awesome. I know she used uh, before, to, right? Yeah. She started off in Christian comedy uh, before really she cool. went mainstream. She used to open for him. Um. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Tim Hawkins. He did a lot of like, like Christian worship song parodies, like to make them <laughs> sure. jokes. Uh, it was, I mean, he had some funny stuff. Uh, there was always like a uh, Brad Stein was another one. Okay. Brad Stein was a Christian comedian. He tried to be like the uh, the Christian stream of consciousness Robin Williams type guy, <laughs> sure. or wow. uh, Robin Williams or and Bill Hicks combined. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting combo. Yeah. But clean, <laughs> but clean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oof. I guess he was clean then. It's most mostly Christian stuff because like he, like now he's like all right politic oh, yeah. type thing still uh, clean was, <laughs> I, what, are you, what is clean yeah, yeah true <laughs> uh yeah yeah so a lot of a lot of early christian comedians uh the first comedian that i heard though i think it was uh, this guy named ken davis uh he sucks <laughs> <laughs> and it made me really not like comedy <laughs> This I guess I guess it was because my shots fired. My parents, my parents would laugh at it, and I was like, "Fuck no, this, this isn't for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't for me. Uh, yeah, and then I discovered this this bananas comedy club, and and then from there YouTube, and then I, and I would eventually look up like the the most offensive jokes. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I found Jimmy Carr. Oh, nice. Jimmy nice. Carr would pop up, and then I would. That's, see, he's that's awesome. a few steps in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Norm Macdonald would mm-hmm. pop up. Not his stand up, but his like sets on his seats. What he sat. Yeah, on, yeah. on Conan. <laughs> right, right. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, a lot of that stuff, and and uh, yeah, I mean, just branched out from there. Mm-hmm. Right. That was that was the first in our uh, in our uh, eight interview history of uh, an anti influence. Anti, <laughs> yeah. I know what I don't want to do. <laughs> hey, that's process of illumination. You can figure stuff out pretty quickly. Right, <laughs> true, true. I know what I not want. I don't want to be. So let me do the opposite of that. <laughs> what was your uh, What was your act like? Was your act always the same even when you started? Because it's very unique and it's very much like, a, I mean, unless I'm 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's very much like a stream of consciousness sort of like exploration of like every aspect of an idea. Uh, Like, was it always like that or did it like get more complex or less? I mean, did you start off trying? Well, I I experimented with, with all different types of writing jokes. Uh Um, actually I, since I started in 2016, I actually left religion completely in like may of that year oh geez so like yeah. a lot of the early jokes were religious based uh-huh. <laughs> like uh i would listen to a lot of uh atheist podcasts <laughs> at that time and uh yeah just a lot of like fuck religion now that i said fuck religion but <laughs> yeah yeah just like pointing out stupid things like uh it's not a religion it's a relationship and then yeah. there's they're like main song is like uh give me that old time religion is like their, yeah. <laughs> one of their favorite songs yeah <laughs> yeah that's interest that's funny so you yeah I, i'm curious did you keep anything from those early days or do you do any of that material anymore or is it like uh first year jokes I don't know. Uh, first year jokes, maybe like four of them. Last time I did them was like six months ago. Okay. Um. So I don't do them regularly. But you, ha- they're still jo- you have those jokes. Like it's not like you they're gone. As far I'm not as, gone like, completely. Like I write, I have like a list in my notebook of like jokes that still work, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, those still work. So the, the I can see the titles there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I'd, I did like a lot of experimenting with uh, shorter jokes, longer jokes. Uh, what if I go up and do five minutes about this jacket that I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did that one time. Uh, I wrote a... I was just joking with a comic at an open mic one time. I was like, uh, what if we were at a tight five on six? I was like, what? <laughs> tight five on... <laughs> I just liked how that sounded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm gonna write a tight five on six. So I wrote five minutes on the number six. Yeah. yeah. I don't do any of those jokes. Anymore. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. I like to see that sometimes. A tight five on six. Uh, yeah. Then somebody just experimenting with weird stuff. Somebody would ask me to come up with a title for their podcast and I would make like 30 titles and that'd be like half my set as I would read off the titles (laughs) of the podcast because I'm like, nobody else is going to hear these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was the idea. And then I uh, eventually wrote a five minutes of just one-liners, which Uh was, I think that was my main goal in stand-up is to be able to write five minutes of one-liners. So I've never been a one-liner comic. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've I've always appreciated one-liners, mm-hmm. and uh, so I yeah I wrote five minutes of those. I mean, mostly of what I do now seems to be ranty stuff, or ranty <laughs> sure, yeah. long stuff, taking ideas where they're not, where nobody else would take them. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, I still like shorter jokes mm-hmm. as well. I'm I'm not like nailing myself down in any. For sure. uh, specific For sure. way of writing jokes. It seems like every time I write a joke, it's a different way of writing that I haven't written before. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's really really inconsistent. Mm-hmm. That's probably 
good keep it fresh <laughs> yeah <laughs> true so yeah. i guess you don't get stuck in one pattern or your stuff doesn't always sound the same um I, that's one thing i've noticed too i think i was even talking about this uh on monday with uh rob outside and i was like yeah kyle's gonna be on the podcast and um we were just talking and um singing your praises <laughs> um but also noticing that um your company has like a lot of like precision where it it feels like it's written specifically but it's performed in a way that it doesn't feel like you're reading a script and i don't know if that just comes from experience but that's one thing that like we've we've kind of gone back and forth on the podcast of like you know writing and, and preparing and, and how much preparation to do and it, and we go back and forth oh i i wrote out this script and just like completely bombed or i kind of just wrote some keywords and went up and did well or vice versa with both of those <laughs> situations um i guess what i'm really trying to ask is i what is your writing process if if you have one are, are you sitting down like all right i am gonna sit down and write some jokes or does like an idea just kind of come to you and you just kind of like just let it come to you or yeah what's your writing process well, like? there's a couple different ways <laughs> my my favorite way to do it is like uh i don't know write out everything you think of when you think of this thing and then uh just like stream of consciousness like fill a page mm -hmm. and then like break that idea down into one or two sentences and then from there like like it has to fit in a tweet is what I try to do. Yeah, not that I tweet yeah, yeah. it, not that I tweet it or anything, sure. but I try to fit it in like the small, small amount of space. And then from there I expand out because then I have a solid core that has all these ideas built into it. So like, even if, even if, uh, I don't mention a lot of those sentences that I wrote mm -hmm. in that original idea that I wrote out, even if I don't mention those, I have those in mind. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll use a different inflection when I'm saying it because I'm thinking about that other thing that maybe doesn't fit in the joke, but it informs the joke. Sure. Okay. Okay. So that that's that's my favorite way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, work yeah. like that every time. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, there's times where I'll I'll fill like three pages of just words and then i've been more comfortable with this recently is like last couple of years i'll just go up and just read it on yeah, stage yeah, yeah, off yeah. of the paper which everybody <laughs> says don't do that that's that's you shouldn't do that you should memorize it don't use notes and i i didn't use notes for like years or anything but i've been more comfortable with it recently i just read like three pages of something that i wrote down and then uh I'll record myself and just hear what worked and what didn't work, and I'll mm -hmm. cut it down, and that three pages will turn into, like, less than half a page. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just cutting out unnecessary stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I, I keep, like, like lists of premises in my in my f notes app yeah, yeah. on my phone. Uh, it's like I, I just anything that pops into my head, I'll just, like, write down an idea... Uh, I number them one to a hundred. Once I get to a hundred, I'll start a new one. Uh, wow. So if I really can't think of anything, I'll just scroll through. Okay. And because there's so many of those ideas that I've never used. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just have those in there. Uh, if something's 
if I notice some interesting ones, uh, like I have this other app where it, uh, it's like a random number selector. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. set like the first number and the, uh, the last number of how many premises that I have and I'll randomly spin it and it'll tell me this number and I'll go to that number premise and be like, oh, can I do something with that? No. Then I'll just skip through again. and then I'll make another list of like which premises I could expand on. And then I can like, I don't know, fill a page with like four different ideas. Maybe they combine into one mm-hmm. idea. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be a different way of writing every time yeah, for a yeah, different yeah. joke. I mean, some of them are like there right away, mm-hmm. which is like, just like a one sentence joke. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the way to do as far as like, it seems to be the best, like different, just different ways each time. Like it comes to you and then, I mean, you can't force yourself to do it a different no, way every it, time because then you, feel, you start hating <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah. <laughs> even more than you already do. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we talk about we talk about other comics all the time on this podcast, but um, I know that I've heard like Anthony Jeselnik talk about how he'll sit down with the intention of writing jokes and just write jokes, and I'm like. How the fuck do you do that? How do you sit down? Like I, I would love to be able to do that, but every, almost every time, I like, all right, I want to write, I want to write jokes for this time. I got nothing. Like I can't, like I can't just like sit down and choose to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's like, I just don't like. Maybe I'm not a writer. I don't know, because I know writers do that. I know like I Stephen know. King will sit down for an hour a day and sit there and write stuff. Right. It's like, I don't understand. There's, there's a couple ways to get around that. Uh, not that they always work, Uh huh. but, uh, if you write down like six different things and you're like, I can't think of anything for this. You just move on to the next one. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. maybe one of them will click. Uh, the other way is like, like set a timer for 20 minutes and just free write everything that pops into your head. I need, yeah. Just maybe, just whatever. This is shit. Uh, <laughs> for like twenty minutes, and then your mind is like clear after the twenty minutes. Do you journal? No. No. Do you think like hey, that I was mean, if I have ideas? <laughs> <if> I have... <laughs> that was a very quick, <laughs> no, a very quick direct answer. <laughs> well, I mean. It, I don't know what is journaling. It's like if I have ideas of something, I'll make like yeah. a list. Well, I've heard of people right, that right. like journal first thing in the morning, and I've I've really right. thought about doing that because it seems like a fucking I I very much and in my own head like all the time, and I do nothing for self help. Like I do nothing to like make me feel better about anything. And it's like, damn, that sounds like a really good idea. I just have no discipline to <laughs> yeah. do anything like that. Yeah. So I, I've often thought about like, I think for the first half hour of my day, I should really just sit down and just stream of consciousness on paper just for self. Not that it even has to be, I mean, no, in yeah. the morning. I mean, my most of my writing is like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that's when writing. I try. Sunday morning is when I try to write jokes. And yeah. it never, I've just been so lazy recently where like I just don't. I just don't feel like I, I'll, I'll like because I try to work out in the mornings, and that's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I try to like work out in the mornings and stuff, but I try to, I try to do it on Sundays because if they open mics on Mondays, I'm like, like let me figure out if 
let me see if I can figure anything out like for the week. Like, what do I want to do on Mondays and Thursdays and like what, what, right. And then like recently I've been very lazy with it where I don't even feel like doing it. So I end up doing it Mondays after work a little bit yeah. before I go up to fandom power. And I'm just like, I guess we'll see if this works. Yeah. It's like, I tell myself I want to write on Wednesday and yeah. then Sunday comes and I was like, well, the open mics tomorrow. Um, yeah. What do I have? So yeah, most of the writing ends up happening Sunday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't. I I would like to. I just want to do. I want to donate more time to to the craft, for lack of a better word. But I'm like I've been I've been really lazy recently. <laughs> Luckily, I've been feeling more comfortable on stage, so it hasn't mattered as much. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fantastic feeling because I get to work less and just <laughs> go and like, you know what? Let me just do these jokes. But I've been doing less new shit too. So it's like, I'm kind of been shooting myself in the foot at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're how long in again? Almost a year. Almost I think a year. next week is a year next for week both is of a year. us. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, you're in a couple years, in like two years, uh-huh. if you're like still doing the same jokes. Yeah. I mean, a year, year and a half, you're you're expected to do like the same early stuff. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you just gotta figure out how to write a joke first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before you gotta you gotta learn how to play Jingle Bells before uh-huh. you play Math Rock. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good. That's a good way to put what's it. What's the it's other a, end of the good, thing? That's yeah. a good way to put it. Stairway to yeah. Heaven is that? Stairway, sure. Yeah, sure. That's... <laughs> well, no, that's when you just steal a joke from somebody else. I was gonna say, damn it! I was good. Thank you. I pre- you. You were quicker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually the one that talks shit on Led Zeppelin for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> I I find I can't like sit down and just like come up with premises. I feel like. Those you just kind of come across in life, but I do kind of enjoy sitting down and like going over the premises, like you were saying, going through and and finding. Okay, can I do anything with this? Can I do anything with that? Um, and kind of like punching up, or or I I can't write in a like like in a in a journal or like hand write it because I feel like my I'll get frustrated when my hand won't keep up with my brain. So I prefer to sit in front of a computer and right, type. type yeah. It's so much easier to delete type. I can yeah, like, that's why I bought a laptop because yeah. I, yeah. I you c- couldn't stand writing so long. Do you ever try right. dictation, like the verbal dictation, vocal or whatever? Audio yeah, dictation? Yeah. It actually is kind of nice. I don't know if you've ever tried that, but like talking into it. Now there's still fuck ups when you say something right. just, like if you slur or like say something just a little off, yeah. it'll like get the kind wrong of slurs word. You using. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> it will put stars in for those. I'm sure it said when I, I had to, ch- I had to figure out how to get mine to say fuck. I had to like turn off block offensive words or whatever, but and I don't use it as much as I'd like to, but it does yeah. actually, it's quick too. Because you can just say it, and it will. It's pretty close. I mean, at this point, the technology is getting pretty good, where it will, <laughs> it'll get it pretty quickly, to like exactly what you said, and then you can do it very fast. Because you can talk as fast as it will record. And I'm like, actually, this is kind of underrated. I think this is like pretty good, <laughs> especially for you. I can see you doing that well, but. Oh, I don't know. I mean, 
sometimes you just talk to yourself in the car yeah. with an idea uh-huh. and maybe it turns into something sure yeah it's gonna yeah. be a long drive <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i like the i like the typings you can like cut and copy and paste because you might find okay this whole line works better before yeah this other section i like the i like the the maneuverability uh, of it if you have like a rule of threes uh sometimes you're like your first or second one might work better as the last one. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly. To inform a tag, maybe that happens after the rule of three. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I find sometimes so yeah, too randomly that way. Randomly, as you're typing it out, you almost start coming up with new. Sh- oh shit! I yeah. You know, you, you just keep adding. Yeah, you just are able to. I, so I, I find yeah, like for me personally, I can't just sit down and say I'm gonna write some jokes, but it's like I'm gonna punch up these stupid thoughts that i've had yeah, like yeah. over the last week or so yeah and i've thought about like uh well you seem like do you write stuff out and perform it like as you said you you would use notes and just literally read off the notes do you write almost do you write like how you're going to perform it well the first time i i do it like i bring up the the notebook or whatever and i Everything you hear come out of my mouth is exact, on the paper. Yeah. And I don't know who, I don't know why anybody would tell you not to do that because it's kind of delightful. Like I've never, I hear people say that you shouldn't do that. Because they I, say it's cheating. It's not. That's stupid. That doesn't make sense. It's open mic. I mean. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but like, cause I've, it's kind of fun. Cause you know, it's new and it's like, a, it's like almost, it, even if it's not the first time, cause I've. I've seen you, maybe I've seen you do it, but I've also seen people do it, maybe like Andrew or something, where I know it's not the first time they're doing the joke, but they're still reading off the notes, and it still feels like the first time. It kind of like, re, it's like an energy reset. Yeah. It's kind of like fun, because you know it's new, and mm-hmm. I don't know why somebody would think that's a bad idea. I guess cheating, that seems stupid, though. To put rules on comedy like that, it seems like a dumb move. Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but because I, I know that like a lot of the stuff I write, I write as if like I write as if I'm performing it on stage at that time, and it it kind of it definitely makes it more rigid for me. Like I definitely a lot of times I get a little self conscious about like I feel like it's def nobody thinks that I'm performing this off the top of my head, and that's the intention. Like, you kind of want it to feel organic. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of, t- especially early on, especially early on, nothing felt organic at all. Like, it felt very rigid. And I've had, like, a one time somebody even, t- I think, what, Casey Nicholson brought up. Mm-hmm. She's like, you seem very rigid on stage. And, and, like, like none, none of it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I agree that it feels very much rehearsed. Yeah. And it's something I definitely want to get away from, but I'm not. I'm not too self-conscious about it because anything that gets a laugh gets a laugh. But I do notice a lot of stuff is like very much the exact wording I wrote it. And I'd yeah. like to stray away from that. But yeah. And if I'm, if I'm reading it off a of paper, if I'm reading a, I don't know if it's one joke, whatever jokes off a of paper, it's cause sure. I wrote them the day before and yeah, I couldn't yeah. memorize them. Yeah. Yeah. Like once I memorize this i don't know whatever script that i read out uh it changes just by performing all the words just change yeah 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 and you yeah do you 
I, I have noticed that you've done this. I've heard, I've noticed you doing the same joke and then like just small word, like small sections changing, like just a wording, just like a phrasing of something. I've noticed that a lot too. Yeah. Just, I guess that's just from repetition. Just like, from repetition. Yeah. Do you intentionally change like a sentence? Uh, it happens. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I will intentionally change a sentence. I mean, it doesn't always happen that way yeah, yeah. by accident a lot of the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just caught, I'm just thinking at the same time. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that was one of the things I was speaking to earlier is that it feels like um, the writing is so precise, but the performance always sounds like the first time. And that's a meant as a compliment like it's mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't feel like you're reading a script but it's so precise um it's something i guess you know we're striving to achieve sure. at some point <laughs> yeah I mean, it's just little things you pick up like if uh if, if something is ironic you don't say it's ironic you'd imply that it's ironic okay yeah okay yeah it's for just, sure. just weird little writing things you notice once you do it for a while you're like you notice like what you like about somebody's set you're like oh it's because he did this that's because he said irony or ironic instead of implying it that's that's just an example um yeah i definitely knew you mean like inflection can can almost like because everybody's already gonna feel that way or know what you're saying but if you say it a certain way they'll like Okay, yeah, like, instead, if you said it, like, ironically, something, 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 it's like, you could just say it a different way, and it'll be implied. Or even, like, instead of saying, see what I did there, you just, like, make a face. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of writing, there's a lot of, um, like, with the, the writer's strike going on right now, so a lot of people are fearing as far as um, like ChatGPT and AI and that kind of stuff. Um, f- the fear is like, and the, I think a lot of the writers that are striking are, were pushing for like, no, like you cannot use. I think the fear is that they'll use AI or ChatGPT to come up with a basic like script, and yeah. then just hire like freelance to punch it up essentially cutting their labor costs by using this AI. Um, so I guess, uh, but a lot of on, on the flip side of that, people are saying comedy is so it's such a human thing because it relies on like a, a person's experience and that kind of thing. Like I was kind of curious your thoughts on that. Is is that something that's really a threat to comedy, or I don't or, think it's a threat to comedy because there've been writer strikes before. They happen. Sure, sure. I don't know. Every couple of years, there's this big writer strike, and there's always a new reason for why that strike. It's never like I don't know. I the best description I've heard about AI writing, um, for writing purposes, is uh, I think it was like Rick Glassman. 
you know, this comedian has a podcast, Take Your Shoes Off podcast. Right, right. I, I'm pretty sure it was Rick Glassman. Uh, don't quote me on it. <laughs> uh, uh, people, people say how how dangerous this uh, artificial intelligence is. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a dangerous thing. Uh, but fire is dangerous too. But we figured out how to harness it over time. Right. We have like lighters right. in our pockets, and we we know how to use it now. It's just because it's this this such a new thing mm-hmm. um, that we just we just haven't found the notch that it falls into yet okay okay the the gears don't totally link together yet right right gotcha yeah i just um i i just hearing a lot of chatter about it and i I can see on one hand where uh, yes obviously like you don't want to lose your job to a robot and that kind of thing. Like I, I think in i i don't think it's an issue for stand up like I, I could see it being an issue for like writers on like shows or and that kind of thing christian comics right yeah <laughs> um w- whereas like they don't need the writers room anymore it's just like just putting in the computer to come up with a script and then you hand it off and then you're paying fractions of it but i i don't really see it as a threat to stand up yeah right no, if your job's right that in jeopardy i mean how much of good how good of a writer are you <laughs> That, I mean, it is pretty good. Like, I've used ChatGPT well, the... to, like, shop, and it is fantastic <laughs> to get, like, the best. We talked about it on one of the earlier episodes. Like, uh, like I used it to, like, buy a television that would be good for video games and, and whatever. And I'm like, this is great for this. <laughs> like, it, as far as, like, shopping, it's not biased. It's not, like, trying to sell you, like, the most popular, expensive Samsung TV, but it actually... You yeah, can it's, actually, it's all it's all facts. It's 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 uh, it's, it's uh, technological autistic uh, yeah. <laughs> little tech uh, tech autism. Yeah, you know, it, it's autechism. <laughs> <laughs> now I definitely recommend it for like stuff like that because it it helped me a lot buy a TV and I'm like, man, I'm gonna use this for for anything like this. And I talk to it, I say thank you in case it decides to destroy humanity. I make sure. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm nice and respectful to it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what made me think of that. I was just kind of curious your opinion mm. on that. Um, how far into like doing the open mics did you start um, looking to get booked and start doing shows and that kind of thing? I uh, just went to so many open mics. I was doing like five six a week every week for uh what three years starting out damn um wow and i'm tired yeah i was all over the place i was (laughs) driving an hour and a half most nights uh to get to open mics uh wait what was the question again (laughs) how long until you started how long until in pursuit starting actually like booking like actual shows. Oh yeah, like, I guess that's yeah. that's the answer. Just so many mm-hmm. open mics and so many people see you do a mm-hmm. set and they're like, well, I've seen this guy go up. I'll put him on a show. I mean, it yeah, just like, happens. So many open mics you go to. Gotcha. Yeah, I've never I've never like asked to be on a show. Yeah, okay. I'll say that. Okay. I, not that that's the way to go. I'm not sure, saying that's sure, the yeah. way to go, but 
<laughs> but yeah, I've never been like, oh, can I please, <laughs> you please, <Right. laughs> you book me, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're we're still familiarizing with ourselves with the entire process. Like as anybody who sat through the pain of the episodes <laughs> uh, has heard, we're like fumble fucking our way through this thing and just trying to figure it out and like um, doing the open mics. But it kind of feels like that's the logical next step would be mm-hmm. to try to start branching out do other mics obviously because we've only been doing the two um but to, to maybe just getting even, even just a couple minutes here or there um but we don't know what the fuck we're doing so <laughs> well, i would say the the next step is probably just like look for a, a contest like philly's funniest sure okay yeah, I know so check that out. I don't know that. if they closed their signups for this year yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, might still be open, but uh, it, it opens your eyes to a lot of different things in stand-up that you don't see at open mics because mm-hmm. it's at a real comedy club. Uh-huh. And there's, a, there's a green room, and you got to watch for this light in the ceiling. And uh, just, I mean, there's a real audience there to watch. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So it's it's essentially a show yeah um, for sure yeah and you can get somebody to record a, a high quality video for the set mm-hmm. um yeah it's a dark room low ceiling mm-hmm. just just like how comedy's supposed to be really for sure yeah i know that uh because when we were first we were looking for like a place to do to do the open mics and i always note like magooby's joke house in bald timonium yeah. <laughs> near baltimore oh, they yeah. they don't even do open mics which sucks because that's a sick i would love to like do comedy at that place mm. but they do do a i guess like a what's it, a best new comedians right right and it's right. like a bringer show where you bring however many tickets you sell like the more people you bring the more time you get no there's there's an open mic at the bar attached to it oh really so the wits, wits, end. wits end yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Why would it be a ta- why would it be an open mic at the bar when they have the room right next to it? Uh, that that room would probably feel real empty for an open mic. Massive. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. probably feel pretty empty for an open yeah. mic. Yeah, it's fair. No, it's fair. It's like three hundred seats, I think. Yeah, that's fair. No, you're right. Oh, I didn't know they do an open mic there. Uh, they have been, as far as I know. I don't know if it changed mm. recently, but I haven't haven't been down oh, there in maybe a year. Yeah, have to look at because that's not too far away. I mean, it's like what thirty minutes away. Little, little more, but I mean, okay. it's still doable. I mean, it's still worth doing for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Huh? Um, yeah, it just feels like the time to like start branching out. Like as much as we love Phantom Power and kind of love hate the Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it just feels like to start. You know, I, I've, I don't, been doing I don't already, wanna... I've been doing all right at the zone, nice. so I like the zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I don't mean that to mean like to stop doing those no, places. I, know, I just mean to, yeah, to yeah, just. Yeah. I think we, we uh, to do more. Like now that we're kind of hitting the year mark, we so uh, it feels... essentially have only done two rooms. <laughs> right, right, and and there's only so much experience. I, I think just other places would just add more experience. You, you yeah, know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Not that anything yeah. is going to be come of it but except for experience and i, th- yeah, I think yeah. that would just be a, th- a healthy thing i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah facebook groups too uh you can look like open mics in in and around philadelphia pennsylvania mm-hmm. yeah just pennsylvania in general it'll like 
some of them will have like files of like like it's all these ones are happening the same night mm. so make you a facebook gotta, <laughs> <laughs> yeah make a facebook <laughs> not that you need to use your facebook or anything but uh mm-hmm. yeah you can find just groups of people who have logged what open mics i mean you can always google what open mics but since COVID happened, so many people haven't updated anything. So, yeah, yeah. right. So you got to look for recent dates. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm. Sh- so you used to you kind of got right into it then. You used to do well. You said six open mics a week. Five to six. Yeah, that's wild. Wow. Yeah, we got to step our shit up, man. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's kind of embarrassing. We've been doing one to two a week uh-huh. for a year. I mean, yeah. there were more. It seemed like there were more around at that point. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Um, so we got to make more open mics. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, uh, specific memories from from any shows that you've done, either that were like super triumphant or just complete shit show. I, either end of that spectrum, like any uh, <laughs> any honorable mentions for shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the best shows I had was uh, just some weird one off show at uh, at H Mac of all places. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Uh, just some guy I started who started around the same time I did. He's like, "Hey, I want you to be on this show," and uh, I mean, it was a predominantly like black room, sure, and it was crazy. <laughs> it just popped off like like uh, no other show I had done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. They especially liked my uh, my book about highlighting the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, think yeah. if I even know that joke. <laughs> Highlighting the Bible. Oh, wait. I think I remember. I can't remember if I remember you telling me about that or <laughs> just or doing the material. Yeah, I've done it recently. Okay. I think recently enough where you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I just wish I could. I always feel bad when I can't remember other people's jokes. Because I'm like, dude, I love that joke. I just can't remember anything about it. <laughs> I just remember right. liking it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you see enough performances at open mics, and I mean, those first few years, I was sitting in the room for the whole open mic every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do that. Uh, you just <laughs> see, you see enough people go up and uh, and fail in ways that you're like, oh, I, if I did that, it would have worked. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you sort of edit the people on stage in your head. <laughs> Yeah, I try I try to watch I'm getting depends on the night, depends on how I'm feeling whether or not I stayed in the room for the whole night. I try to cuz I feel bad for like new comics and st- like newer, I say new like I'm not less than a year in, <laughs> yeah. but newer comics are yeah. just people and I I really like to like be there for them cuz I I literally still know what it's like for the room to empty out right. before I go up right. but like Sometimes it gets really depressing. <laughs> it gets like really sad very, very quickly. Yeah, it, it definitely can. <laughs> yeah, I try to take like breaks, but then like I feel bad doing that because then I end up going out and then I'm talking to somebody outside and then the mic's over and I'm like, shit, I missed everybody else's set. 
yeah yeah that can happen yeah <laughs> um, I mean most what were we talking about most shows mm-hmm. uh, are gonna be mediocre <laughs> yeah 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 fair enough like fair open enough. mics or just shows in general just shows <laughs> in general yeah I mean but the ones that were great I mean stick in your memory mm-hmm. um yeah, I did some art gallery shows that were pretty cool. I did a, did a show at a, somebody's house where I had, like opened for this band called Rubik's Pube. <laughs> nice. It's, uh, it's a great That's band. Fantastic. It's great what kind band. of music? Uh, I like noise rock. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know too much about that specific genre, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, not so much singing a song <laughs> yeah, as yeah. making noises with <laughs> sure. your mouth or a board. <laughs> Rubik's I don't know. It's like, like a... Would you have to, like, untangle them? Like, would that <laughs> right. Like... <laughs> yeah. Gross, dude. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. That was like a house party. That was, that was nice. pretty fun. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's, there's terrible failures, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just like an audience doesn't want to be there at some bar in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they're trying to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. They don't turn off the volume to the game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's you're battling that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, Le- I think Lennon has a joke about that. Like, they did comedy in a bar recently. <laughs> like, yeah, like the people in the room didn't like it, but there was about 30,000 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to step on his joke or anything, but yeah, along those lines, it's like it's very funny. <laughs> How do you uh, do? You adjust in those situations, or do you just like I'm doing my bit and I'm out? You know what I mean? I'm doing my my act. Yeah, because we talked about that recently, where like I've tried to adjust in real time. We talked about it like a few, uh, quite a few weeks ago. You even asked me, because I have like a few jokes about like my last name being Dick and Sheets. And I don't even, I, it's, it was so funny. When you asked me that, I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I hadn't (laughs) done those jokes in like a month. And then, like, I think you took a couple weeks off, at least from Phantom Power. Okay. And then, oh, wait, you were in Washington. You went to, oh, yeah, I went to the West Coast. Okay. Yeah. 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 You drove out there. Right? Uh, yeah. Or you took a train. So. Well, I, yeah, yes. two separate years. Same but difference. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, yeah, you took a train out there this year. Yeah. And you, and I feel like it was the first week you came back, I like decided to do, to do those jokes last minute because there was a bunch of like old women in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, they'll like this. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it just felt like, and then you asked me, do you always do those jokes about, <laughs> about your name? I'm like... No, I don't always do these jokes about my name. It was like, fuck. Now Kyle thinks I do these jokes every fucking night. (laughs) I don't know. You gotta, you gotta do them until you you feel you're done with them. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that that a subtle hint? Like you should be done with those jokes. (laughs) No, it's it's just the thing that uh, that early comics Mm -hmm. tend to do, you know. It's a I think it's yeah. Something, the Dick and weird Sheets. about my name. Yeah, sure, yeah, I'll write a joke about it. The Dick and Sheets <laughs> yeah. jokes are an easy icebreaker for me, because yeah. it's and the jokes are essentially about how I don't have a lot of jokes about them, but yeah. but yeah, like it was just it's funny 
you've said that to me a couple times. It's like it feels like a subtle hint, like, hey, man, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do those. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I take any, <laughs> I take any advice I get, but uh, but it was funny. Like the first time I did those jokes in 2023, you were there, and you're like, do you do this every time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um... Uh, that's a question for you because you've been there obviously before we started and I, I was scared to ask like when we were hanging in the, in the kitchen before the pod started and I asked if, if you had listened and when you said yes I am when anybody says they've listened to the podcast I immediately get incredibly self-conscious <laughs> because all the dumb shit that we probably said like <laughs> in 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 just learning how to do this like especially the 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 like the first few mics were <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so like yeah I, I get incredibly self-conscious like oh no <laughs> like when yeah, like see, oh, we was, know what they're doing it was like, great i was like oh yeah i remember all that oh, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah we we hope it's it's somewhat relatable Dude, but i get um, nothing but positive feedback and i feel like everybody's lying <laughs> yeah. like you're like no it's like good like it's interesting I'm like, it's like wait a minute you say man wait a minute i thought you were a good comic you can't th- you can't have listened to <laughs> this and then gotten anything out of it but i i guess um since we do have you here captive and you've kind of seen our our journey do you have any specific advice for either of us i know that's i know that's a loaded question but feel free to be as like brutal as as <laughs> as necessary, or just say that we're amazing. You could do that I'm too. Glad you asked that question. <laughs> I'm not. It's not. A, it's not a fishing for compliments. It's literally like we're learning how to do this. Yeah. So uh, one thing like that we wanted to do with having guests on who are more experienced is to learn from them, and like uh, anybody who has listened to this throughout. At this stage in our point, it's either we did all right this week or we didn't. And there's not a whole lot to go on beyond that with our experience because our experience is so limited. So that's that's why I pose the question. You have more experience and you've heard us fumble fuck our way through it. So, so yeah, yeah, I'll shut up now and stop asking this question five different ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta stick with it (laughs) it's so you're gonna hate yourself but i mean if if i would say anything it just take risks okay just say things maybe you don't think are that funny Mm -hmm. okay uh i mean that's just how you find out Mm. angles of shit i mean just Mm. yeah take risks really and it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that because on Monday, like, I had been feeling myself because, like, the last two things I did before that, I, I did the the new comic showcase, which I right. felt had a buzz about it. And I I kind of prepared my best stuff. And I feel like you did, uh, Sean did well there as well. I feel like we did well because there was so much buzz. And then... I kind of had a lot of build up to the Monday previous because I'd been away for a month and a half and I was like itching. So I had that energy to do it. But this week it was like, well, let me try some stuff. 
I tried my first act out, the whole like Jesus thing, which I had actually written before our very first. Like I had Dude, that prepared. I didn't tell you. I didn't. I didn't say anything to you, but I was actually talking to like Andrew about that like two weeks ago when because he uh, he broke his car and <laughs> and I was giving him rides to like the open mics and stuff and. Uh, we were talking about that. I'm like, he fucking. We had we talked about like him elaborating or like extending right. that joke about uh, like the Jesus joke or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know why he won't do it. It's it's so funny. I've, and then you finally did it, and I forgot to tell you that I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> like I was psyched when when you started. You didn't tell me what you were gonna do, and I was psyched when you. Well, it took me a year to try it. Like I had that all that for the very first open mic, but in the moment at that very first one. I got through that first line of it, and I was like, good enough. <laughs> and then I've only done that one line since. So I was like, well, let me try some stuff. And it, it I had mixed feelings. <laughs> like, I feel like I probably didn't commit as hard, and I was kind of, like, timid doing it. But it, I was pleased that it got a little, uh, some laughs. But it, it, this is a long-winded way to say I'm glad you, to hear the about taking risks, because I felt that was a risk. Oh yeah, to take. I don't know if about yeah, the payoff, but ex- uh, yeah. extending a joke you thought was done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a. I've I've done a jokes where it's like, like a two minute joke, and somebody's like, uh, like a more experienced comedian is like, you don't need that second half. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I cut <laughs> it, and it was so much better because then I thought of a tag to go after the first half. And I never did that second half again, and it just mm-hmm. made the joke so much better. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, just just I mean, the only thing I would say is just like experiment. I don't know, tell a story for five minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stories are. I mean, yeah, you, you're the one to fucking talk to about long bits because like stories are a real. It's pain hard in the to ass hold anybody. They every every. Uh, Every type of joke has its own positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun it is fun. I mean, I'm assuming you feel the same way, but it's a very fun process. Like figuring out like and I recently the last like few weeks I've been really comfortable bombing. Not necess- not that I've been like eating shit the entire <laughs> all of my sets. Last two Mondays I've eaten shit and I'm like all right, I'm due for this because, like, the last few weeks I've had, like, good sets. And, like, the last two weeks in Phantom Power have been, like, atrocious. I mean, compared to, like, how I've been doing. And it's, like, I, I, I've been waiting for, like, a real shit of a set to, like, f- just to, like, see where I am as far as comfortability on stage. Yeah. And not losing my train of thought and, like, kind of getting a little, like, cl- like flustered from like jokes bombing feels phenomenal. Yeah. Like, and I've no, and cause I've seen you, you're somebody who we've talked about it on the podcast where I, you're somebody who, if you are bombing a joke, I kind of blame the audience. And I know they say <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to blame the audience, but when the audience is just comics, you can kind of blame the audience. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, like it can happen so easily where you're <laughs> like, 
you're telling a joke, and if somebody coughs over one word, <laughs> then yeah, nobody yeah. catches the rest of anything. Sure. They're like, what context was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some jokes are just just a roller coaster of like, like I had one joke that was like the best joke I ever wrote, mm-hmm. and uh, like I felt that way when I was when I would do it, and then I when I was in like Portland, Oregon, yeah. I did an open mic out there. And it was like the worst anything has ever done <laughs> <laughs> when I did that joke. Damn, man. I could see worst. you killing in Portland. <laughs> You're so smart. Uh, it was the worst <laughs> I've seen anything do of what I've ever written. <laughs> so I stopped doing that joke for like half a year. And then I I actually tried it at, at, uh, at a local mic uh-huh. recently. And uh, it bombed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So now I I feel more comfortable with not doing this joke again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I hate to, I hate to suck your dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do this. <laughs> I can step out. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, I... Uh, but like, like I said, listen, when you don't do well... I do. I feel like it's the room, because especially when it's something I've seen, and it's easy to say that when you've seen somebody kill with certain material, and then like bomb the same jokes. Like, I'll use somebody as an example, like Raj. How do you say his last name? Milani. Milani. Yeah. Milani. Okay. It's it's one of that's one of those. No, where it's like, not. It starts with a B. Starts with a what? A B. It's oh, Raj, I've never seen it's it written. Raj Balani. Yeah, but it's pronounced Milani. No, it's Bolani. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I've just when you when you say it fast, it doesn't. You don't hear the B, but uh, Raj Bolani. But like, I've seen him kill, and then I've seen him bomb at an open mic with the same material. So it's yeah. like, oh yeah, it's an open mic. Yeah. Like I need to take the pressure off of this because this dude opens for Mark Norman. Like I've seen him murder a room, and then bomb with the exact same material. Clearly. Like, I know they say you shouldn't blame the room, but sometimes when there's nine people in the room, you can kind of blame the room. <laughs> but, uh, like, when I see, like, I've seen you kill with some jokes and then just dead silence with others. It's like, how do you, do you always, you don't take that to heart at this point? No. No, not, no, no, you not can't. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've become I've become so comfortable bombing on stage. I'm okay with bombing in life. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like life bombs in conversation don't really bother me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore, <laughs> if they did before. <laughs> if the, if they did before, they don't now. I've had thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just something that I've I've gotten more comfortable with, and I'm really happy about. And it, it, it it's almost like a superpower at that point because like like Monday night I had I got nothing I mean I got really nothing out of Monday's open mic <laughs> and besides like the best literally the biggest laugh I got on Monday was me saying hey you guys were a crowd <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> like that was yeah. the biggest laugh is that, I got is that something you came up with or no you, I've you've I, heard that somewhere I can't remember I think I've heard it somewhere. It's one of those where, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've heard it. And I even asked Andrew Monday night. I'm like, "Did you, is that your thing? 
<laughs> like I feel like I've heard you say that. And no, he's there's, like, there's a couple different variations of it. Like sure. my favorite one is uh, you guys have been here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really good. I think, did you ever, do you do that? It only uh, very rarely, uh-huh. but uh, it's, it's just something that everybody sure. can do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the, I, I hate one of my biggest, I mean, it's obvious. It's not like obvious. it's stealing a joke or anything. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I like, I refuse to do. If, if, I have a joke about that. I tried one time about my dog, about him shitting all over the place with diarrhea. And then I heard like a local comedian, Pat George do, do he, he right now is doing a joke about his cat. It's similar to shit to yeah. my dog shitting all over the place. Yeah. And like, as soon as he's, he's, he did it and I'm like, fuck, I can't do that anymore. And I'm like, ah, I kind of, I kind of can. I just have to make sure I don't step on his material when I do it. And it bought, it bombed the only time I ever tried to do it anyway. So I probably <laughs> won't even try it again anyway, but you know how that goes. But it's one thing that I've like, can't stand like the thought of like trying, like even coming close to somebody else's jokes, despite the fact that I know that it can happen. But yeah, I'm terrified to like make somebody think. Like, I'd rather throw away a good joke than step on somebody else's premise at this. point. Yeah, that's, that's totally up to up to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. not like nobody's forcing you to be like, yeah, you've got to sure. make this joke work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it's funny. I have like a bunch of jokes about abortion that I've thought about doing, but abortion jokes are like, God, is it hack yet? I don't, I don't know. No, nothing's hack if you have a good enough angle on it. Sure, but true, true. in Chris Rock's fucking special that he just dropped, I mean, verbatim, son of a... Which makes me feel good. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> I have jokes that, like... I mean, Chris Rock did not steal these jokes from me. I've never <laughs> yeah. performed them yeah. on stage. But one of the big things was, like, uh, thinking about abortion as, like... I, like Because I don't, I don't care... Like I'm so ambivalent about yeah. abortions, yeah. And I think about like, no, I don't care. You can give them punch cards for all I care. <laughs> yeah, it's literally verbatim. He <laughs> he mentions punch cards for abortions. Yeah, it's it's weird that he mentioned the punch cards because I've heard that same. Not to no shade on you, but I've <laughs> no, I've, no, no. I've yeah. heard that that premise for like, sure. A yeah, lot yeah. of different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Mark Norman has one. Speak- I think it may be like an old Louis C.K. may oh, have really? done it too. Uh, I don't remember that from him, and I, but I was, it, he's he's been around. It's been so a, long. the idea has been around for sure. a while. That just, yeah, yeah, because it's it's just the collective thought of just heightening a thing uh-huh. to where you don't think about it anymore. Yes, uh, something that's supposedly so offensive that <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. you take it to its least offensive. Like, oh, it's just getting a coffee. Yes, yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I thought about that. And and when he did it, I'm like, shit. Like, now I definitely can't do it, especially not right now, because he just came out with that special. So if I fucking come on stage within a month, people are going to be like, do you, are you really? You're going to try and steal Chris Rock's material? Like, but well, <laughs> well, I actually came to you one night. Oh, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was the first actual conversation we had because you always kind of intimidated me. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but you have a very strong presence mm-hmm. on stage. But I feel like outside of that, you're a little quiet. Oh uh, yeah, 
Yep, that's probably why I, that's why um, I picked up smoking. Uh, <laughs> you just I look like I'm doing something si- while you're silently judging yeah. all of us. <laughs> but no, no, yeah. no. But yeah, I actually came to you because um, you do uh, have these longer form things. But there was this one night where you just straight up like just banged out one liners yeah. for five minutes and like destroyed. And I could have sworn that this one was one of yours, but I came to you and you're like, no. But then at the same time, I was also like, am I going to insult him? Because if this joke sucks and I'm asking him if it's his, so it's like, he's, he's going to be like, I wouldn't write something that fucking dumb. What are you talking about? So like, um, but yeah, luck- luckily, like, thankfully it wasn't. So I'm, I may have stolen it from somewhere else, but at least it wasn't you. <laughs> there were a lot of dumb one-liners in that five-minute set, but in the context, people laughed because they were like, oh, Listen, it's I think it was set just, up and punchline. It was it was like shock and awe of one-liners. It was just like, boom. No, I don't think... <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I remember analyzing it in real time because I love one-liner comics because I can't, for the life of me, write one-liner. I, I have like... You have some. You have some. I guess, man. I have like I have like five one-liners, and three of them are stupid, and two of them are offensive. Like, it's, I, uh, easiest way to write a one-liner is you have three sentences, cut out all of the unnecessary words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. It can mm-hmm. still be two sentences because because a one-liner is two sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very rare you get one sentence that's an actual one-liner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember that one set because you just. I guess you just decided to do it randomly because it was. I just, hadn't done it in a while, uh-huh. and it's it's jokes that I pretty much keep together as a five minute set. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't usually take them and squeeze them into other stuff. Yeah, it's funny. I try to do. Every once in a while, I'll try to do a few at the beginning of the set because they are nice yeah, ice, yeah. ice you wanna, breakers. You want to open with one. That's it helps a lot. Sure, and like it's it's one of those where we were talked about like changing your set the night of. Almost every time I decide to do that, I eat my dick on stage. <laughs> it's like every time I decide to like tailor my material to the crowd that I think is out there, it bombs. So I think I'm done with that, <laughs> unless there's like a legitimate crowd crowd. Like the other night we were talking about at at uh, at Boomerangs at the the Comedy Zone, there was a uh, like quite a few real people there, like real audience members, and I kind of like killed. And it was it just so happened, and it's the second time that's happened where I decided it's been a while since I did those dick and sheets jokes. Let me throw these on. I don't care if they bomb. I just yeah, want to make sure a, I remember them. Yeah, the idea if you feel that the crowd is hot by seeing previous comics, you're sure. like, I'm going to pull out my A material. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And treat this like a show. Do you ever show. do that? Because then it's like actual practice for a show. A real show. Yeah, do you ever do that? It's not just like pra- trying to figure out what an idea is. You're like, yeah. you're okay with some of these ideas. Like, you feel pretty confident you could do them on a show. So mm-hmm. to practice for a show, you can do them. Yeah, yeah. For this audience. Yeah, for sure. And like the other, like a couple weeks ago, there was like a bunch of people and I didn't even, it's funny because I didn't even notice it while it was happening, but we were like sitting there bullshitting at the open mic, like, or just like before the show started. I'm like, huh, there's like 30 people over there. That's weird. And then I just kept talking to the people I was talking to. And then when the show started, 
And it was funny because like I actually had to take a shit. <laughs> At the beginning of the show, I had to take a shit. I'm like, Andrew was up first. And I always like to see certain people I love to see. Andrew's one of them. I love to see his sets because he's he's good. He's great. And yeah, he's he's mostly something different every time. As well yes. As, yeah. And I was like, I yeah. want to see his set. And he didn't go up. And I'm like, and I knew I had, I, it was one of the, I, my, I, my gut biome is pretty good. So like, I don't usually have to go to the bathroom, but that night I could feel like, I'm like, oh man, I got to go to the bathroom. And he, and he was supposed to go up first and he didn't. And then like, oh, that's weird. Pain went up. And then like somebody else went up I'm like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom right now. I don't care. And then when I got back, he still hadn't gone up. A few people went up and then I like saw like one or two comics before I my I was up and they were like, they were doing well. I like looking into the crowd, they were really responding and I'm like, oh shit, this looks good. And then when I finally went up, like it was just a great set. And like I said, I did those, those Dick and Sheets jokes and they were like eating them up. Like I had to, it was the first time besides the showcase that the beginner's luck showcase yeah. besides that, that I had to stop to wait for laughs to, to stop. And I'm like, Oh this yeah, is... that's, that's a weird phenomenon. Uh-huh. Too. <laughs> phenomenon. Like, Oh, you mean this is common. This is what's pause. supposed to happen. <laughs> and like, luckily at the beginner's luck showcase, I wasn't ready for it. I definitely trampled right. some laughs. Like I definitely like just kept moving even though oh, like yeah. I could have paused longer. It's so cool yeah, to feel that. You were both great on that. What's really? You were both great on that. Huh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> I don't believe That's you. my <laughs> honest opinion. Great at trampling jokes or <laughs> waiting laughs out. <laughs> it seemed like something clicked for you guys, like you figured it out how to do a show set, like how to put together a set for a show. Sure. That's yeah. what it seemed like to me. Yeah. That's really cool, man. That feels great. <laughs> That's yeah. going to carry me for about a month. That compliment <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it felt different because it felt like putting together a set for a show. Like I'd paid more attention to the order of things. Yeah. Starting with this. Okay. This is stronger later. Okay. This one might, like rub people the wrong way, so I'll do something light after that. Like the 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 balance of that, um, and I feel like I feel like that it just doing that for seven minutes was like it was it was a puzzle. It was you know trying to like I kind of knew the yeah. ones I was going to do, but putting them in an order. Um, but then like recently we just watched Audrey do an hour, and I can't like I feel like exponentially yeah trying to organize an hour is like an actual Rubik's cube. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. What's um, your show? Typically what's uh, like your set like, like for shows that you're doing, like what's, what's the longest that you've done? And then what's your kind of like, are you, are you doing seven or are you doing 10 or are you doing 15? I, I love or you. Are you, doing 25? you, you said you asked the questions I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. What is the longest set you've done? Right. Uh, 30 minutes Damn. half an hour yeah yeah that feels like an eternity yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i mean you think about it it's six five minute sets gotcha. so damn okay uh that makes yeah, it you feel just, shorter you chunk you just chunk similar ideas together mm-hmm. uh 
you might have four jokes that take up f- three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just whatever chunks then line them up to maybe, oh, okay, this... I have uh, three minutes on smoking, but I also have three <laughs> minutes on drinking. I go, oh, okay, I could pair those together. Sure. I could put the smoking after the drinking because I have food jokes, too, and I could put the food jokes before the drinking because it's okay. it's eating and then drinking. <laughs> and Oh, I have fat jokes? I could put fat jokes <laughs> before the food because <laughs> I mentioned how I look at the beginning, which is... <laughs> So when I had like an afro or whatever, I would like address the uh-huh. afro and then address how fat I am, and then get into food and then get into drinks and smoking and and then smoking, which could lead into like it's ambiguous. So what drugs? I don't know. So just do something <laughs> something that's crazy and and out there, and then you're crazy and out there. What's crazy and out there? I don't know. Science. <laughs> so do like a science joke and what's what pairs with science i don't know the other end is like religion so you're like oh, okay so science into religion or religion into science is then you do like a religious chunk and you're like oh so what do i believe now and then you go into <laughs> science i don't know it's just how weird things pair together like that mm-hmm. yeah listen if you guys ever wanted to know what kyle neff's act sounds like that's it right there that was very that was very melodic the way you just explained that <laughs> yeah it's it's fun figuring a lot of that stuff out yeah 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 it's difficult to figure i, I did that seven because you said you mentioned seven minutes that that was what we had on the beginner's luck jo- showcase which was a good idea seven minutes right was was fun but like yeah, it was crazy to like put that together and be like, all right, so I've never had to put like a lot of times, especially recently, I put like a couple jokes that I know work with new stuff or with stuff that I'm not so sure about. And then the seven minutes was like, oh, I just put everything I have in this. And I found out that I have eight minutes. <laughs> I, I have yeah. total eight yeah. minutes. <laughs> if I want 10 minutes, I'm going to have to stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to like put some of my strong b-side stuff in between the good jokes right because i have thought about that recently like oh i should figure out 10 minutes and i'm like no i don't have 10 minutes i don't think but after a year i do i can say that i have like i think i have eight minutes maybe (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have eight minutes <laughs> as long as the crowd's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you guys like? What do you like? Do you categorize each other like yourselves as a certain way of like I know you're like really into dark stuff. Right. Really into darker jokes and you're more into like like observations in life. Yeah. Maybe wordplay type sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. That's I like. No, no, no. I like. I think he defines himself as that now. <laughs> that, that you just said that. No, I, I appreciate. That's actually what you just said is a compliment to me, because that's what I would like to be, and yeah. I'm glad. Like the fact that you think that makes me feel better, because I would love to be considered like. I don't want to say an observational. Con- I guess. I would like to be considered an observational comic. Um, yeah. I try to do that. A lot of stuff ends up being... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
at this point, I'm still kind of doing what works. If that makes sense. Like, sure, sure. There's, there's some observational stuff I've tried that has bombed so hard that I won't even try to do it again. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I have, I have like a, a minute on like ableist stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it, 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 I think I've only done it like once or twice and it has bombed it bombed so hard that I'm afraid to try it again. <laughs> and I think and I and I have recently thought about like I need to try that again because I don't think I gave it one I think I was like self-conscious about it and two I think it was a shitty night and I think it was early enough that I didn't realize that it might have been the night or the crowd. And like it bombs so hard, and it's like not, it's it's pretty uh, questionable. The material, like it's a little bit risk, like risky. It's definitely like not clean, and I definitely think it bombed so hard that I haven't tried it again. And I'm like, I need to try that again, at least maybe at the zone or something. Like it bombed so hard at Phantom Power that I did like cl- I basically did a clean set at the Zone two days later because <laughs> yeah. it was miserable. Yeah, and- <laughs> I mean it can vary so much. There can be like two words to make it sound like you're uh, making a joke against someone or who's committing- disabled right. for being disabled, committing a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or two words could change and it'd be like you're making fun of people who. <laughs> think uh disabled people shouldn't be treated like everybody else <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't that <laughs> yeah and then yeah but you also like can you don't want to go too far in the other direction and lose the joke like i felt like i did one the other night that i i did it once a while ago and then tried it again the other night with the whole um uh uh indecent proposal sure joke yeah, yeah. where i felt like I overstated like no I like women <laughs> <laughs> this joke is kind of shitting on women but no no women kinda are great it sound like you They're don't the like women <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah overstating that makes it worse right right so and like I, I actually there's a, yeah you there's did... a balance of that yeah and I caught myself in the moment I'm like I just literally was like, I like women. <laughs> it's like it probably it probably didn't need that disclaimer on a joke about a forty year old movie. <laughs> like, um, it is it is funny though, like because if you don't know where the joke's going, it's, right. it's like, don't get me wrong, I like women, but in this movie, because <laughs> um, it's funny at that angle, because then everybody's like, what? Where is he? Why is he even saying this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> To to answer your original question, I I do like dark stuff, but I also don't I don't want to be an edge lord either. So I'm trying yeah, to find yeah. that balance because I like dark, but I also like silly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. But uh, kind of combining those two things. Um, I uh, throughout this podcast, like I've been a fanboy of both, uh, like Jessalyn and Stanhope, and I don't wish to like repeat or rip off either of them it's funny to you that you say that like those are two wildly different comedians true true true. (laughs) um like i would say uh uh jesselnick is silly (laughs) 
<laughs> so, for sure. He's I got mean, some moments where Yeah, that's like, I actually I think that's the balance that he makes. Because like some yeah. of his jokes are so absurd, it is like, I guess the definition silly. of silly would be like uh, a Dave Attell or a Rory Scovel. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, well, Justin would go silly with like uh, the joke with the girl with the glass eye. Okay, and yeah. like it, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. that kind of like yeah. um, like things like that. Like it'll be super dark, but at the same time, it'll be so ridiculous. It's so absurd yeah. you couldn't be offended by. It. Well, somebody can be offended by. Right. It, but so I, I try to find that balance of, um, like, like half my like if I quote unquote had an act, half of it is like my wife dies in some version <laughs> of, of yeah. each joke. Yeah. Um, but I try to do it in an absurd way. That it it doesn't come off as like I actually want to kill her. Like I, I hope that comes across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I I guess um to answer your actual original question, I don't know, and I think that's something we're still trying to figure out. And um, why we do like want to have people such as yourself and other yeah, people. Yeah, I guess I guess I, more of I should have fi- said, what are your favorite types of comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Which because that would influence then sure, uh, sure, sure. jokes you would want to write. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah, because I got I like a lot of different comedy. Like I say that I like one liners, but I don't. I'm not even close to a one liner comic. I mean, it's not even. There's. I wish I could write one liners. Like when you did that set. I guess you said you wrote that set because you did a uh, the Halloween, the Halloween open mic that was uh, you're supposed to impersonate, not necessarily impersonate, but yeah, dress up like a, a, a comedian, yeah. like a famous comedian or whatever. You did Stephen Wright and do like their jokes. I yeah, was like, he just came really out with a book. I, I'm, oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, just I, yes. I want to get that. I yeah, get yeah, that. for sure, for sure. And I've seen, and you said, I remember the night you did that. You just decided to do it randomly, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit, yeah, man! Those were fucking crazy." Kept it in my back pocket, Cause, yeah, because like I did the set as Stephen Wright. I was like, I didn't I don't really want to do his, his jokes, and I've always wanted to write five minutes of one liners. So you just so did I it. wrote five minutes of one liners in his voice. Uh-huh. Nice. So I was thinking about him saying it every time I was writing a new one liner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like some of them don't even like sound like a joke that I would say. Uh-huh. I was like, I thought about shaving my head, but then all it would be was a neck. <laughs> and you can't wear a hat on a neck. <laughs> See, that's like nothing I would write, but I was like, oh, this sounds like Steve, something that's Stephen so Wright would say. It's, it's like, I don't wear hats. <laughs> Another one was like, I bought face cream to help with aging. I was like, I'm not old. But, <laughs> but I was like yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. a hat and I was on this jacket and it looked like Stephen Wright. I was like, oh, it might sound right then. But I don't know. It flows with the five minutes now. So yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't even think about it. Yeah. No, and it was, I just remember the one night you did that. You did basically that. And you told me afterwards, you were like, yeah, that was just like a set I did as Stephen Wright. And I wrote yeah. jokes in his whatever you want to, you know, in yeah. his, not cadence, but his uh, his style. And it was just like, I remember that night, I fucking died for five <laughs> minutes. I mean, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is so funny. Like, it, it's one of those, like, those one-liner comedians, you just die for the enti- their entire act. I always think of, like, a, 
like a criticism of them, like like Don Gavin. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's yeah. a Boston comic. Yep. Those those Boston comics are crazy. I mean, they they tr- they like. It's one criticism I have of people like that, or like Mark Norman, maybe Sam Morell. They just like trample their own laughs. Yeah, it's like, hey man, slow down. Like, <laughs> you could get an extra five minutes if you just let people, like, like uh, digest your jokes. Like, yeah, I think one-liners basically developed. <laughs> most one-liners <sighs> yeah. developed after out of somebody being <laughs> being afraid. That they're not getting yeah. a laugh as fast as possible. Yes, right. Exactly. The laughs per minute, or yeah, trying to sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, because when you do a set of one-liners, you don't. The audience necessarily doesn't even think about the ones that don't work. Yeah, yeah. Because I have the five minutes of one-liners, but like maybe and it's thirty jokes, but yeah. like ten of them get nothing, and nobody thinks about it because you're already on to the next one. Sure, right. yeah, yeah. So right. it's it's kind of yeah. like a yeah. trick to. Whereas a story, yeah. there's there's places oh, yeah. to get lost or, yeah. or to lose. Yeah, them. yeah. What what yeah. would be, I guess, what would be your answer to to your question? Like, how do you see yourself, or how do you, how how have you, how have you like developed yourself? Um, not, I don't want to use the word like modeled after because like you know what I mean, but like what? Um, answer your own question <laughs> <laughs> instead of me I trying like, to rephrase it. I like surrealism. In, for sure, for sure. <laughs> okay. in art, I like surrealism and art in general, mm-hmm. and like weird performance art. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just just seeing things in a a way that doesn't necessarily make sense to even think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's just surrealism in that. Uh, like uh, I have a joke about. Um, like I was, I was told to eat beans because I was convinced they were like mashed potatoes inside. And I was like, basically yeah, going on yeah, this yeah. rant of like, have I been wrong about everything? And is it even possible to know what I like anymore? Because I've been convinced to like this because of that thing. But did I even like that thing in the first place? Uh, yeah, just, just a weird type of ranty surrealism is like my favorite, favorite type, like my favorite. Uh, comic, I guess, who does that is uh, Stuart Lee. He's like a British. He's a British comic. He d- he like does this character on stage where he's never actually himself. Never does jokes about himself, <laughs> but he's like comments on on current topics. But then has like these weird surrealistic, uh, not necessarily rants, but like. Just like thought experiment, thought experiments. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah, really yeah, yeah. a fan of thought experiments. Yeah, and I know sure. I've heard sure. you talk on a couple other podcasts about uh, being like, I didn't, I didn't. I'm glad we didn't get into like the uh, Mennonite stuff. Oh, uh, that's yeah, that was on uh, Tyler's. <laughs> yeah, both. Big I mean, I've seen you on a couple podcasts, or seen heard you on a couple podcasts <laughs> yeah i talked about it on there and yeah. it you a uh, one big thing that you've had a problem with with your upbringing was um lack of progression oh yeah and i i see uh thought experiments as the extension of progression sure yeah uh, that i was basically grew up in a rut that i couldn't yeah. go anywhere well yeah that's so how thought there's... experiments is like progressing 
with the mind to get out of this rut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I can definitely see that with your material with, like, you, 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 like... It's the antithesis uh, to that, whereas, like... Uh, like strict re- religious or or that kind of thinking, it it can be limiting. Thank you. Because yeah, it, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so yeah. focused, and anything outside of that is kind of like shunned or looked down if it's not within that uh, structure. Um, so it is really fascinating, and kind of gives insight into your act that like it's breaking out of like quote unquote like normal thought. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. really fun to watch and and pretty amazing to watch um where you go with things because it's so far it's it'll take something mundane like <laughs> beans yeah and and go somewhere that like i don't think you have to worry about taking anybody's material because it is <laughs> yeah, such true. it's such yeah, it's I such have, original thought yeah uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really i haven't really said anything of this any like this i haven't really like said this to anybody, but yeah, I've never noticed <laughs> anything <laughs> that uh, may have been stolen from it. There's like a premise that I never did that, like I heard somebody do one time, but that's yeah, I'm sure that's far, few never, and far between. Yeah, <laughs> it is very few and far between. It just happens to be that way. <laughs> well, I, I don't think we want to keep you captive any longer. And, uh, <laughs> Fish for, fish for compliments any more than we already have. Yeah, yeah. The key to these cuffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I do appreciate um, the, the, saying that I'm, you think I'm an observational comedian <laughs> is a, no, that's a, fa- that's a huge a, uh, compliment to me because that's like some of my favorite comics are like Chris Rock and like Dave Chappelle, people like that, like that really. And it is, it does feel, it feels fantastic that you think that <laughs> even close to that. Now, uh, he didn't say anything to the uh, the, qual- the quality of those observations. <laughs> <laughs> and technically all jokes are not, observations. Yeah. Not to, def- not to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, st- yeah, thank you. Not to deflate your balloon anymore. <laughs> but, uh, no, that is like, I guess the uh, ultimate goal is to be able to be, I'm not under any assumptions that I'm not, I'm a good observational comedian <laughs> at this point, but that is a big part of the comedy that I enjoy and like that's something that I would like to be able like a tool that I'd like to be able to use in comedy is to be able to like observe broad spectrums of ideas and whatnot. Yeah. But uh which is why Chris Rock stole my abortion jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I uh but yeah, I do appreciate that because that's a huge compliment. Because it's hard yeah. to be that at this point because a lot of people think that they have hot takes. <laughs> it doesn't always work that way. <laughs> um, well, yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah, sure. Um, how how uh, Do you have anything... Um, to promote? Yeah, how how can people <laughs> find you? You got uh, an Instagram, anything on YouTube or, any, or anything? <laughs> I got an Instagram. It's just a hundred bird cartoons. So <laughs> I've seen them. They're brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I had like a like a like a, a weird for writer's block where I was like, I just got to do something else, and I <laughs> made like a hundred bird cartoons like one a day. So that's. <laughs> 
That's what my Instagram is. <laughs> that's, that's so. That's so you. <laughs> Something that's know. actually kind of very hard to do. What's I have like I have like two performance sets on on YouTube, but that's how do they find them? Did they just put in Kyle Neff? Yeah, that's uh, your Instagram's the Neff word, right? Uh, that's right. It's a fantastic that's, that's name, awesome. by the way. <laughs> that's <laughs> no. a that's a name for a podcast if I ever heard one. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. better. You should at least. You should at least uh, get that domain before anybody else oh, takes right. it. Right. <laughs> Just in case you feel like starting a podcast. <laughs> I could see um, you doing like a Bill Burr rant podcast. <laughs> get your material out of there. Only you're literate. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd be the difference between you and Bill Burr. You're not angry, and you know what words mean. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, thank you um, for coming on. Uh, we do enjoy giving people, like, we, we kind of describe the scene that we've kind of hopped into, and it's good for people to actually hear the people that we're talking about. Sure. Um, you're someone whose praises we've definitely sung on this podcast. You're um, for sure uh, one of the best comics that we've uh, had the pleasure of bombing in front of. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you for being here. Uh, I don't know. You guys got anything else? I don't think so. Well, see you next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> <Take it. laughs>